It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is proud to present Sharks Instant Replay. Highlights from the most recent San Jose Sharks game. Time now for the instant replay of a heartfully disappointing contest for the San Jose Sharks. 12,046 at SAP Center witnessing an Edmonton Oilers comeback, a 2-1 to overtime win over the Sharks after one of the better efforts the Sharks have put together in these last few weeks. But unfortunately, San Jose has lost four games in a row. They do get one point tonight, but it really hurts, especially the way that they play. Here is how it all happened tonight. In the first period, the Sharks outshot the Edmontonians 10-7, and they had Logan Couture's line with Sasha Shimoljevsky and Noah Gregor on the wings going up against Connor McDavid and frustrating him for much of the evening. Then San Jose got on the power play when Devin Shore took a high sticking call at 14:32, and one minute later, Tomas Hurdle made it 1-0. Burns on the left point, moves to his right. Gives to Hurdle in the circle. Rink wide off. Too bad. Off the stick of Meyer. Meyer sends it behind the Oilers net over to the near side. And Hurdle goes right back to Meyer. He's got some room. But he behind the back passes it to Burns. Now to Hurdle. One-time shot. Star! A four-game goalless drought ends for Tomas Hurdle with a power play tally against the Edmonton Oilers. The Sharks won and the Oilers nothing. Now, that was just a great goal by Tomas Hurdle, his 27th goal of a season, assisted by Brent Burns and Timo Meyer. Burns, he extending his point-scoring streak to five consecutive games. He's got three goals and two assists in that span. But unfortunately, he didn't score a goal tonight, and he had a great chance to do that a little bit later in the game. Had he done that, he would have accomplished something that had not been uh, done since the very first two seasons of the NHL in 1918-19. No defenseman had scored in four straight games that was 37 years of age or older since that first year when Joe Hall did it for the Montreal Canadiens. Now, for those of you who don't know who Joe Hall is, he's the player for the Canadiens that died during the Stanley Cup Finals because of the influenza pandemic, which forced the cancellation of the season and no Stanley Cup being awarded, and he's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. But no defenseman, 37 years of age or older, has scored in four straight games since he did it, and the last three guys to do it were all Sharks. Rob Blake, Dan Boyle, and now Brent Burns all had three-game goal streaks, but they stopped at three. How about that? Wow. That is pretty amazing. So it came awfully close, and as you're going to find out, Brent Burns was a huge part of the Sharks' efforts to get a victory. He got an assist on that goal with Timo Meyer. Hurdle played a great game tonight. That was a great goal. Yeah, it, it was. I thought the Sharks overall played a great game. I, I, you know, a number of coaches always said you're playing some of your best hockey, you know, at the end of losing streaks, and you're playing some of your worst hockey at the end of winning streaks. And I, and I think that goes case in point here tonight. The Sharks came out the way they wanted to. I don't think they're going to have much faults in the game. Obviously, you don't want to give up the shorthanded goal, and obviously, you don't want to live in. Uh, losing overtime, but I thought they pushed. They had a number of scoring opportunities. I'm sure the analytics will tell the coaches that at the end of the night that, you know, it's just 
some bad breaks and overall uh, the best player in the world and a great stop by a goalie. In the second period, there was no scoring. The teams traded 10 shots and in both sides of the ice, Mike Smith for the Oilers and James Reimer for the Sharks were really playing a strong game in net. Then the third period and an unfortunate situation during a Sharks power play. San Jose had already scored that goal you heard from Hurdle. That was on the man advantage. But with Brett Kulak in the penalty box for holding, 10.40 the time of that in the third, the Sharks could not take advantage of the chances that they had. And coming up the ice the other way on a broken play, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who's one of the more effective players for this team on the road, ended up tying the game in perhaps the play of the game. Here's a two-on-one break, but getting back, Bonino stops the short, and a chance is fed in front, and they score! Nugent Hopkins gets it back on a broken play from Hyman. It looked as if the Sharks had broken up a two-on-one shorthanded chance, but then, incredibly, it got back to far side of the ice, and Nugent Hopkins, with a shorthanded goal, ties the game at one. That is the ninth shorthanded goal the Sharks have allowed, and it's the ninth one the Edmontonians have scored. Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets goal number 10 on the season, assisted by Hyman, and Darnell Nurse, the man who started the two-on-one break, got the second assist. That really hurt right there because it was all even, and then the Oilers have all these scorers that can finish things off. Yeah, it was. It, you know, again, it was just a you know a bounce here, a mistake, and, and you know, you get caught on the wrong side of the puck and how quickly it can turn on you. And seems like, you know, over the past few games, every single mistake has been getting in the back of the net for the Sharks. But let's not forget about 40-year-old goaltender Mike Smith, who stopped Alexander Barabanov with a minute 42 to play in what also could be the play of the game. Rebound, Meyer swoops to the puck, cuts back behind the Oiter goal. He's got Burns open. There's Burns' shot, tipped on goal, save made, Barabanov the shot. Oh, what a stop by Smith from point-blank range on Barabanov with 1.42 to go. That could have sealed the victory for the Sharks in regulation. That was a fantastic save by Smith. Yeah, and he made a number of them tonight. He was a, a big part of a lot of the key plays in, in tonight's game, and that was one of them. But, as I said... We had a couple of candidates for play of the game, but we cannot go any further than 31 seconds into overtime to find the real play of the game. McDavid's got some room. He skates to center, looks from a cloud on the right. He's one-on-one -on -one against Burns across the line, throwing it in front. McDavid tips on goal. Save made by Reimer. Oh, boy, Reimer almost gave it away, but he tapped it up the left side to Couture. Here comes Logan, down the left, across the line, drops it back. Burns moves in, fires one, and a great glove save by goaltender Smith. He tapped it forward. It's a breakaway for McDavid. He moves in, and he scores. Mike Smith is going to get the assist from his goaltending position to Connor McDavid, who wins the game for the Oilers, and the entire Oilers bench in spectacular fashion comes off to mob Smith and McDavid. An unbelievably disappointing finish for the Sharks, who lose 2-1 to one in overtime. What a way for the game to end. Connor McDavid, arguably the best player in the world, scores his 41st goal of the season, three on three in overtime at 31 seconds, assisted by Mike Smith, right after James Reimer almost had an assist on Brent Burns, who was going for the net. Yeah, and that's overtime for you. You know, it's plays by goalies that you want to be seeing because, you know, you get caught on those odd man rushes from below your zone, and there the two goalies had opportunities, and, you know, unfortunately Burns wasn't able to bury it, and McDavid was. Burns tried to get back on McDavid, but when he puts the Jets on, he's hard to stop. Connor McDavid, a brilliant deke, just barely sneaking it past James Reimer with a backhand for that game-winning goal. That's our move of the game. The distance between San Jose, right here at SAP Center, and Edmonton is 
1,509 miles. And our move of the game is brought to you by SM Moving, quality in every move you make. Sharks get one point, but it sure doesn't feel like it. Final score, the Oilers two and the Sharks one. San Jose is now winless in their last four games, while the Edmonton Oilers have won five straight. That's it for our Sharks instant replay. This has been a presentation of the San Jose Sharks Audio Network.